Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Awkward Blurred Girl podcast. I am your host, Daisy Kane. Hopefully you guys have been taking care of yourselves and being safe out there. Um, Hopefully your weekend was okay. Mine was a little rocky, which is kind of why this episode is coming a little later than usual. It was supposed to come out last Friday, but now it's coming out on today's Wednesday, I guess. But I promise you... um, there will be another episode after this uh, It's regular time on Friday. So I do apologize for all the confusion. Um, but besides that, I also want to give a shout out to Blurred.Radio. Thank you guys for having me on your show a couple of weeks ago. Um, you guys are always hella funny. And I truly appreciate the invite. I would love to come back again. So shout out to you guys. And to anybody that's listening, you should guys like follow them on Instagram. And I know you can find their shows on Twitch and YouTube as well. All right. And now that I got that out of the way, I would like to go into my top 10 of this week. Um, the top 10 things that really piqued my interest, um, they're actually all like superhero related. The first one is that I finally got to see the Injustice movie. It's on HBO Max, but for the most part, it's, it was kind of really disappointing, which like was like disappointing to me because I'm a huge fan of that comic book series. Um, it is a great um, story. It's actually one of my favorite DC story. Um, well, one of my favorite DC stories. But just I saw the how they um, they released it on HBO Max and just some of the creative changes they made were very disappointing, especially the end. But I still feel like anybody that's a fan of DC and a fan of like that particular story you should just check it out just you know just cuz all right and number two on my um top three is Secret Invasion Marvel they finally released um well I don't know if they were released or they're leaked but um there have been a couple of photos that show Nick Fury as well as a couple of other characters on set filming for Secret Invasion so it's cool that that's up and running I'm very excited to see where that goes and but I heard that it might be getting delayed like for its release but I don't know when this actual release is so we'll see and finally my third top three topic is Batgirl the upcoming movie of Batgirl I'm not 100% sure when it is coming out but I ha- but they have released photos especially of what the costume is going to look like i personally think it's really cool however there's been rumblings through the fandom that people feel like it's not comic book accurate although some people have been kind of pissy about the casting but that's just typical because i'm sorry to say this there's always kind of like some race issues within the fandom it's really freaking sad you can call bullshit on it if you want but there's been a lot of examples of it so I personally am excited about it. And especially since like, I love the casting for it because I feel like representation definitely matters. And being that I have a six-year-old daughter and she is so into superheroes and comic books now and stuff. And it's like so exciting. And to see maybe this, cause she was kind of excited when they, um when they recast Batwoman. Although I'm gonna be honest, it took me a minute to get into like the new, like the new season of that with the new character. But with Batgirl, she um, once I showed Natalie the picture of like her in a costume, she was super excited because Batgirl is one of her favorite super um, DC superhero um 
female characters and just to see her eyes light up it just to me it just felt really important that representation really matters and i love that we're at a, a time like a day and age where she has so much diversity to look through because i remember growing up there was a couple of characters that i looked up to i kind of discussed this before in season one with um with my favorite black women throughout media and things like that that i looked up to and looking back on it i still remember there was a couple of cartoons that had people of color that i that really piqued my interest in I've shown a couple to my daughter and it's kind of cool that she can look back at that and I go, Hey, mommy um, grew up watching this and for her to, and for my daughter to just get into it too, just kind of just really warms my heart. And that's kind of the inspiration of today's topic. I will be discussing cartoon characters that have been a huge influence on me growing up. I wouldn't say huge influence on me growing up, but like cartoon characters that were great representation when I was a child and I will talk more about that after the break. All right, first on my list is who I think is one of the best on the team, and she's at my absolute favorite X-Men. I'm, of course, talking about Storm. Um, she's, I've known of her since I was like a kid. I used to watch the cartoon, like, as a kid and I just always liked that she kind of had this air about her and she was also flawed as well but I like that she always held her own and she like just something like she just had this beauty about her where and this badass attitude that I love so much and anybody who knows what I'm talking about I think she had the most amazing powers too I mean you could say she controlled the weather but her powers were actually cover all the elements and everything connected to the forces that govern weather on this astral plane. Plus her powers um, are connected where she has power over the magnetic um, Earth's magnetic field, as well as the own zone layer, patterns of the ocean, wind, and basically just the atmosphere. Speaking of atmosphere, she can also control atmospheres in other worlds, other planets, and even space. And I personally think she's a badass because even though she was born an orphan and growing up, she was an Egyptian thief. She actually learns that she is an African princess and is the heir to a Kenyan tribe. I personally think she's a badass because growing up as an orphan, she had to basically fend for herself. She was an Egyptian thief. And from there, I think that's where she got to learn skills of stealth, her fighting abilities, and overall just being able to hold her own. And Event, like as I got older, I actually learned that she was an African princess and she's actually, I guess, the rightful heir to some special Kenyan tribe, which means down the road, she, um, I know when she was younger, she had a um, connection with Black Panther and as they got older, they have a connection and it's technically since she's an African princess, they eventually marry and um, anybody that wants to look more into that, you can look into Black Panther volume number four, issue number 18. And overall, I think she's just a badass character. Um, I feel like the MCU could have done her justice. I mean, well, not MCU. And I feel like the other X-Men movies could have did her justice. Um, I know Halle Berry did an okay job. Not great, but, you know, couldn't have been as worse as I liked her better than, um, God, I can't remember her chick's name. Um, the one that was in X-Men Apocalypse. But hopefully if the MCU or Disney or whoever gets like, you know, gets the rights fully to all the X-Men characters, um, 
and they can eventually bring her to the MCU and just like I think when they if they're able to bring the X-Men characters to the MCU um MCU like officially, I think it's just gonna be completely badass. Next on the list is someone who um she was on a cartoon and I'm pretty sure that we all have watched and she was voiced by someone that we've all heard of. Um basically this woman is um the voice actor is basically the voice of my childhood. Pretty sure everybody else's childhood. She's an amazing talent. Um, I'm, of course, talking about Cree Summer. And she did the voice of Susie from Rugrats. And I feel like Susie is very important, especially for representation in cartoons like that. Because back when I was growing up, we, like I said, I didn't have a lot of representation. I probably discussed that before, um, especially in a previous episode. But just in cartoons, it was way more important because usually if there was somebody, a person of color, especially like African-American character, they were always portrayed in a certain way. Not always negative, but like always just kind of in a box. And what I loved about Susie is that even though she was like, she was spunky, she still was kind. She was enthusiastic. She was always helping other people. Um, I know she had a rivalry with Angelica, of course. So they always had beef. I guess they were frenemies. But the cool thing about Susie is that even though she didn't get along with Angelica, she was always willing to try to befriend her. And I think that's like a valuable lesson for kids to learn, you know, just try to see the good in everybody. And I love that about Susie. Plus she was seemed to be kind of a role model, like, or I guess like, yeah, can I can say role model. I know the other babies looked up to her. I know Tommy and his friends always looked up to her because she was always sticking up for them. And I always thought that was cool. And like, I always kind of wanted a friend like that. And personally, like when I did research on her, this girl was basically goals. Like I kind of wish I was like her as a teenager. Cause I found out, and I guess in the spinoff on um, Rugrats all grown up, she actually learned 10 freaking languages. And I'm like, so basically this girl is goals, but I think it's because um, on the show, she had amazing parents. And I think that's a great representation too. Um, because I mean, besides the Cosby, Cosby show, you really didn't have a lot of representation, especially of black families of like two parents together, you know, parents being together, but they were both well-established. I know her dad was like a famous like writer or producer. He like, he was a creator of like that stupid cartoon that I used to talk about, I guess the dummy bears or whatever. And I just love that she kind of made a legacy like for girls, like especially my age, like around that era. And I know, like, what I've heard there, since the reboot, they made the fam- her family and her character more prominent, which I think is great as well. Speaking of characters on Nickelodeon, the next girl on my list is Libby from Jimmy Neutron. Um, she's not... She may not be as well-known, but I remember growing up watching the cartoon, and I kind of really liked her because even though... She wasn't considered a genius like the main character, Jimmy, or even her best friend, I guess, Cindy. She was still like a great student. So she could still like, she was still part of their circle and she wasn't dumbed down like a lot of side characters tend to be. And I love the fact that she was always like, she was always so open and candid and she wasn't afraid to be blunt and speak the truth. And she was, which kind of made her not a good liar. Cause I remember whenever like she had to try to lie for her friends, she couldn't just do it, which I thought was interesting. And I liked how her, like throughout the series, her character kind of progressed. Cause I know, I think I remember in the beginning, it was kind of flat, but I love how it progressed and they gave her layers. Like, for example, she was like a vegetarian, which I'm, which I learned what a vegetarian was, I guess back then. And 
the reason why I liked her is because, like I said, usually when you um, especially then when you included um, when you included like black characters and you have you're like the black best friend you're always like the one that's like you know comic relief or you know kind of just portrayed to act a fool and i like that libby was always the most sensible level level-headed person of the group and i like that she wasn't afraid to put her best friend in check and i feel like that's always a good friend um she was also a music lover and she actually try to do two science experiments that involve music. So I like the fact that she was smart and it just gave like the representation of like girls, especially girls like, you know, women of color that, you know, they could be smart and they could, you know, just carry themselves. Like, you know, they could just be anything to put their minds to. And I just loved having that kind of representation because it just like showed, because you don't really hear like, especially back then you didn't really hear about like, especially black girls being in the science and stuff like that. So it was kind of really cool for her, like for me to see that character. So the next girl on my list is um, someone who's a little more modern. And I wouldn't say like she was necessarily like a representation for in my childhood, but I like that she's around for my daughter's um, childhood and um, that it's been nice to like watch this particular person in certain movies and stuff. And it's just nice that, that my daughter like just looks up to this particular character. And I'm of course talking about princess Tiana. Um, anybody who knows her, she's the first, um, black princess, like Disney black princess. And she was voiced by Anika Noni Rose. Shout out to her. Um, and the cool thing about, I just learned that um, Princess Tiana is actually getting her own series on Disney Plus, like sometime this year. I just don't know when, but I think that's awesome. Um, and I just liked her because um, she she wasn't like the typical other Disney princesses. And I feel like when Disney first said they were going to do this, they could have went like a lot of different directions and this could have went left really quick. But I like the fact how they just still... I like how she was portrayed, especially, you know, since Disney back in the day wasn't known to be, you know, racially, you know, sensitive. But I like how they portrayed her and they didn't like, you know, cross any effed up lines. And I just like that she was different from the other princesses because um, even though she was young, I think she was like 19 or 20. She wasn't like ridiculously young like the other princesses for like example i think snow white was like freaking 14 i know ariel was like 16 but i think tiana was like 19 or 20 which is still reasonable but i like that she wasn't i like that she was hardworking. um she was like a hardworking waitress or cook but she always dreamed of like opening her own business she wanted to have her own restaurant and i know it was a promise she made with her dad so i just like how they there was that kind of connection and like i said i like that she was like she had layers to her and I just like that she has this air to her and it's something that my daughter can look up to. Cause you know, and I like the fact that she was kind of like a tireless, like it's probably like a stretch for me saying this, but she's kind of like a tireless feminist, but I just love that she's like, that like girls nowadays can have like a Disney princess to look up to. I mean, plus you have other um, Disney princesses of color as well. I mean, you have like Mulan and you have Moana but I think it's cool that like black girls especially can like have their own Disney princess as well. 
And plus, from what I've heard, she was, um, I learned this like recently, she was based off of um, this real life chef named Leah Chase, who was considered the queen of Creole cuisine. So I thought that was kind of cool. And I love especially how like her story was based in New Orleans and things like that. So I, of course, want to talk about some honorable mentions before I take the final break. Um, my first honorable mention is the superhero Vixen. A lot of people don't know of her. She's a DC character. I know she had like a short-lived series on like, I guess whatever the CW like online thing was. I know I just recently watched, um, they turned it into like, to like a long movie on HBO Max, but I loved her character because she just had a unique power. Like at first you could say it's like kind of a silly power. Like, you know, she can control the spirits of animals and things like that. But I just love that she wasn't like the typical, like she wasn't, she wasn't like a stereotypical superhero. So shout out to Vixen. I also want to um, mention Abigail Lincoln or to other people know her as number five on the um, cartoon codename Kids Next Door. Um, anybody that watched Cartoon Network back in the day knows who I'm talking about. Um, I also want to give an honorable mention to someone else who is getting a reboot and I can't wait to see it on Disney plus. It's going to be amazing. Shout out to Penny proud from the proud family. I can still like hear, like as soon as I say, it, I just hear the theme song in my head, but I just loved how that show so much and how like represented a family. Cause like her family dynamics reminded me so much of my family. And the last honorable mention I want to give is another um, Disney channel character is Monique from the show Kim possible. Um, shout out to anybody that used to watch the Disney Channel shows back in the day. You know who I'm talking about and you know who Kim Possible is. And, you know, she had like a very fashionable and put together best friend named Unique, um, Unique, named Monique. So when I come back from the break, I will give my last choice on the list and I will talk about what's coming up in the next episode. Okay. And we're back and... Thank you. Before I like wrap up this list, thank you to anybody that's listened to me ramble on about, I guess, like fictional characters. But like I said, I feel like representation is really important because I didn't get a lot of it growing up. And I think me having like a daughter, especially like a daughter now, she's able to like look back on things that I used to watch. And just plus she has like a, a huge palette of other things she could watch. So I feel like characters like these are super important. And to anybody who is interested in learning about more of Black Girl Magic, you can go back to season one of the podcast where I talk about other fictional um, characters and women of color as well. And to finish off my list, I'm going to be talking about someone who is part of one of my absolute favorite TV shows of all time. I'm actually called the nickname of the main character, of the tv show once i name this character y'all know who i'm talking about i mean the, well the character i'm talking about is daria and the girl that i'm going to be discussing is one of her friends is called jody landon she was basically the um the black girl on the show and back then like in high school my friends used to call me daria because i used to have this dry sense of humor but secretly i always kind of admired jody because she was basically goals i mean she was basically a recurring character um some would say she was an overachiever um basically her parents always made her like do all these things for college applications she was president of the french club vice president of the student council editor of the yearbook 
plus she dated like um the other black kid in school but he was a football player so her boyfriend was named mac basically and i like that she came from like an affluent household like her parents were both successful um and i like that even though like she like the thing i liked about her is that even though she was like she had this popularity about her she was one of the few people that understood like Daria's sense of humor besides like her friend Jane so like it was nice that she was kind of one of the only few friends besides Jane that she um that she had and the fact that she was equally sarcastic at times as well and like I like how her character progressed because you got to see like despite her popularity she always felt like alone at times because she set these high standards for herself and like it's because she was like kind of that's why I related to her because she was this um character where like most of your peers are like you know white and you feel like you have to like portray yourself at a certain way just to hold a standard for yourself and um I know at times she resented it I know um because she just because she resented it because she feels like she was kind of she's this is a word she like this is a phrase she said she's like around everyone I'm queen of the Negroes but I think she had like a um moment where she felt like it was worth it I think she was like on a homecoming float and she saw like a little girl out in the parade crowd and she realized that the little girl seeing her she could be someone to look up to so I know at times she resented like having these high standards for herself but she also wanted to be example for like I guess her community and I love that how um she mentioned like like i remember like the last part of her character i like the fact that she went to an hbcu um because those aren't those weren't really mentioned in college i know she went so like she decided to go to one of those against her parents wishes but i think they like overall like let her go because they wanted her to like have an identity for herself so i like i just liked her overall because she was smart she was pretty and she was like you know she was a black girl and like like I said, I didn't grow up with that. So it was nice to have that kind of representation. Even now, shit, she is goals. And from what I've heard, I think they were like trying to do like a spinoff of her. I think Tracy Ellis Ross was supposed to be doing the voice, but this was like rumblings years ago. So I don't even know if that panned out or not, but if it does eventually happen, I think that would be cool. And that's it for this week's episode. Again, I apologize for it coming late. It's just life has been kind of hectic lately adulting sucks but you know it is what it is um but i do promise you that i'm gonna be more consistent with my episodes speaking of which um next week's episode i'm gonna be talking about something that is near and dear to my heart i know i say that a lot but this is something that i've had in the works ever since i started this podcast and i definitely want to make it an ongoing series um you guys will learn more about it in a day or two um when i put a video up but for right now hopefully you guys are staying safe keeping warm um shout out to my friends and family down south you guys are like getting snow and i would feel sorry for you but i don't because i live in the northeast <laughs> but you know hopefully you guys are being careful down there and staying safe and to anybody else who is in like inclement weather i guess situations guys you know just be safe um i hope you guys are making good choices and being kind to each other because kindness is gangster and talk to you guys soon Thank you.